What's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. Today, we got a legendary guest, Padres color commentator, Mark Mudcat Grant. Hi, guys. How you doing? Thanks Glad for having joining us. The show, Mark. Hey, you know, I know you guys are going to ask a lot of questions today, but I got a question for you. Average Takes, how did you come up with that? Oh. I <laughs> wanted something, like, silly that could be, like, funny and, yeah. Um, I don't know, we're a couple of average Joes that just are home- homies that... Like wanted to start a podcast and we thought it fit us. That's cool. And how long have you guys been on uh, doing the podcast? Just uh, started about, this year. Yeah, yeah probably probably four months. Oh, really? Okay. Well, congratulations! Yeah. Congratulations! That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted. So we just wanted to start off with what kept you around in San Diego, Mark. You know, you from Illinois. You played yeah. with a lot of different teams. What kept you in San Diego so long? Well. Um, Roman, I was born in Aurora, Illinois. My mom and dad moved to Joliet when I was a year old, lived there till I was like 23. Okay. And then, um, you know, of course, played baseball all that time. Um, you know, it's funny how things work out because out of high school, I was drafted by the Giants. And like anybody else, you know, you're drafted by a club, you want to be with that team for a long, long time. I mean, I made great friends which with the organization eight years. And then I got traded to San Diego, which was kind of, I mean, ironic because at the time I was dating my wife. I mean, we were dating at the time and we didn't get married until 1988, but she lived in San Diego. So I got traded from the Giants to the Padres. I mean, how much that's awesome. Perfect. Can I get Yeah, how much more uh, luckier can I get? You know, if I get traded to Cincinnati or if I get traded to, you know, New York or whatever, you know, Houston, whatever at that time, who knows what's going to happen. So, Hey, moving to San Diego, I've uh, been here since 1987, and I never looked back. Uh, still have family back in Illinois, but that's that's what ca- that's what has kept me here in San Diego. I always tell everybody, growing up in the Midwest with that terrible weather, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, I was you know when it's snowing outside, I always tell my friends, I said, you know, you can't shovel sunshine. That's why I chose to live in San Diego. <laughs> well, all <laughs> San Diego thanks your wife then. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Good timing. Yeah. Sweet right. tie, by the way, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you got Dick Enberg. Uh, is that an homage to Dick Enberg? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the late great Dick Enberg. Yeah, got him got, back got, here. Got, that's a great shot right there. I really like that. That's really, really cool. Speaking Thank of you. the legendary late great Dick Enberg, um, you've worked with many big names in baseball, like Matt yeah. Vasgersian, currently Don Orsillo. Who have you been closest with or, like, friends with? And You know what? It's um, I'm kind of like uh, – I kind of would have to say I'm kind of like that puppy dog who kind of loves everybody. Um, I, you know, first worked with Mel Proctor back in 1997. That was my first year. Mel was here for five years. And then Maddie V came along. Uh, we talked maybe twice a week. We're still, we're like best buds. Um, and I, I mean, I, you know, see, I laugh every time I mention Matt's name because we just have so much fun together. Um, you know, Mark Neely came into the picture for a year, year and a half, maybe two years. And then, uh, then Dick came along and gosh, I think it was eight years with Dick and then, uh, you know, now, uh, Don Orsillo. So, I mean, we, every guy, every guy's different. I mean, they're, it's like kids. Um, I don't, you know, I don't have five, six kids, but, um, you know, I've got three children and they're all different and you love them just the same, (laughs) right? Yeah. Love them just the same. And they all have their own little, you know, idiosyncrasies and, uh, different personalities. So, um, I had a lot of chuckles, a lot of good times with each and every guy that I worked with. And I, you know, you know, you, you, you put that together with living in San Diego, going to Petco park all those years. And now the one thing to, to fit that equation now is a, is a world championship. So, uh, I've had it pretty good over the last 25 seasons. The only thing to cap that off now would be to obviously win a world championship. Yes, sir. Definitely. And it's, a. Uh... I watched uh, you were on the Dan Patrick show. Oh yeah, uh, when the Padres and I watched a little. They asked, um, "You've been here for 25 years. How many losses have you seen as a <laughs> as a Padres broadcaster?" So it's I did over. the math. Was it like 15, the math? Was it like you're 1500? At, uh, yes, you're at 1884 wins and 2065 losses. <laughs> <laughs> in your whole in your whole Padres career, that's what you've. Uh, Oh, what you've accumulated, that's what you've seen. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited because 
it's turning around, turning around yeah. fast and quick right now. And it's, it's awesome because we've been waiting for this a long time. <laughs> yeah, it, it is Trevor. And you know what? I know you guys are much younger than I, and I, I've seen some bad baseball, man. I mean, some horrible <laughs> baseball, such horrible baseball to where it's like, for instance, with Maddie and I, well, yeah, every announcer that I've worked with um, so bad that like during games in between innings, we'll take off our headsets and just like, really? We've got to watch. We've got to watch this. This is. I mean, how are we going to polish this turd? You know, I mean, oh my yeah. gosh, you know, um, it's it, it is what it is, right? Um, but the way I the way I look at it is that I love the game, I love baseball, and I've always contended. I've always talked to people and said I can watch two bad teams play um, because I think there's always something you're going to learn. There's always something you're going to see differently the the great thing about baseball guys is that it sounds so cliche but you go to the ballpark and you never know what you're gonna witness and we did that last year with slam diego right (laughs) um five out of six games you know four in a row uh games that we hit a grand slam breaking yeah you know after that happened it's almost like we we sat in the booth and we're like Gosh, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, yeah, right. We've, nobody in the history of the game. Has, yeah. yeah so that was pretty special, too. That was. That was especially uh, Tati's leaning off, swinging oh. 3-0. Like, who, yeah. who's going to swing 3-0? Are you right. serious? <laughs> no, you know, who does that? You know what's funny about that? If, if you guys watch that replay, remember the angle from, like, low first? It's got the side angle of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see Manny's reaction on deck? Yeah, he dropped his he dropped all this stuff, didn't he? He was like he was like, oh, what are you doing, dude? I, mean, I know. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get drilled. And didn't they throw at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw at him. They, yeah, I think they threw at him. So anyway, hey, you know what? Uh, being a former pitcher, people have asked me about that, and I and I said, you know, this day and age, I'm saying, you know what? Pitch better. Yeah, you know, yeah. pitch better. That that's that's as simple as I, I can put it um these in unwritten rules and stuff like that are just you know they're unwritten yeah yeah sometime long ago somebody said something oh you can't do that well (laughs) make a better pitch (laughs) yeah i had a question about this past 2020 team if the 2020 season team versus the 1998 world series team would match off in a best of seven who do you think would have the upper hand that's a tough one um gosh fully healthy of course fully yeah healthy. fully healthy boy i you know what i think this team recently is more athletic um i think the pitching may be uh, a little bit better the bullpen um when you look at when you look at the rotation right now as we speak with snell darvish yeah uh, lamette paddock um but that, that starting rotation that was really really good had some you know what it I think, this team had a little bit, I think I think this team has a little bit more offense. Um, and that was, that was stated last year. Gosh, they what average six, seven runs a game. Yeah. Um, yes. But th- that would be interesting to see if uh, you put the computer together in the, the lineups um, yeah. to put those two teams together. Th- they both had great um, certain parts of their game. And, uh, but I think this team, that team was exciting, but I, this, this team is extra exciting. When you, when you look all the way around. Yeah. And it's just a shame that you guys didn't have a chance to sit in the stands and experience it because oh, yeah. it, was, it, was, I, it was a great season. Yeah. I was only two years old at the time of, <laughs> I, I actually went to games at uh, Jack Murphy. I yeah. went to one season. I was at every single home game. Don't remember oh, anything, but I was there. Yes. Yeah, my, my, my uh, grandparents were season ticket holders and they brought me to every single game. No kidding. That's awesome. Dude, you know how fortunate you are? To, I mean, you know, I think of growing up in Illinois, and, and I was a huge Cub fan, right? Yeah. Because of TV. I mean, the, the Cubs were on TV, and we didn't have cable back then. Um, cable was out, but my mom and dad didn't have cable. We had the three major networks in WGN, which we got on our on our antenna. So I grew up watching baseball, loved baseball, and because I watched the Cubs every day, that's how I became a Cubs fan. So that's for you. And I went to maybe – as a kid to Wrigley Field, maybe twice. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So oh Jesus! <laughs> for, so for you to go to those games that many, wow, that's that's something really special. Yeah, it was. I'm always. I'm. They're the ones that got me into Padre baseball. Right. So that's close to my heart, and 
that's why I love the Padres. That's, cool for <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, do you um, have got, a favorite? Uh, oh, go ahead, Jenny. Okay, I got a little fun question for you. Um, okay. What's your favorite in-booth food? When the games are a little skin, you're hungry, yeah. what do you want snack you know, on? You can't go wrong with pizza. You can't, you can't go wrong <laughs> with pizza. Okay, uh, okay I'm, pizza? I'm a pizza guy, uh, although I will eat anything. Um, <laughs> I, I am not picky at all. So, uh, you know, Petco Park's got pretty good pretty – good, um, uh, pretty good uh, press box food. Yeah, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. But in a pinch, in, in, I mean, you guys have been to Petco Park. How about the uh, the restaurants that they have there? Yeah, uh, so many places. One of Forchetta, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pizza place. Oh yeah, yeah great, bomb, delicious. Uh, board and Brew. Um, I mean, I can go on and on. Water, Hodads, all those places. Lucha <laughs> Libre, Hodads. Yeah, so they're all good. But you know what, though, Trevor, though, in a pinch, though, talking about easy, probably easy to get. Yeah. Uh, probably pizza would be the one thing that can. Do, do you guys remember the game when Don and I were sitting out in the outfield and I was chewing the, the eating the pizza and chewing it into certain state <laughs> size? <laughs> states? Yes. Yeah. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the piece, pieces of pizza and i think I, I forgot what i think i did illinois yeah yes. I did illinois yep and then uh at the end i did wyoming it was just a straight square but my uh <laughs> producer never got a chance to show us on the air so that's awesome what's bob, bob bmac what do you got um i was gonna ask you we were talking about the murph what was your favorite like moment there and oh gosh i had a, I had a lot um Let's see. I got a call coming in on my other line. Um, <laughs> the uh, gosh, there's so many. Like uh, you guys were too young, but there was a time when uh, the light standards went out, actually caught on fire. Against the <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, up in upper left field, there was an explosion. A transformer exploded. Wow! And then a fire, a fire broke out. It was against the Diamondbacks, and. Um, and they had to postpone the game till the next day. Randy Johnson pitched the next day in relief because Kurt Schilling started the game. And then um, the, uh, the game had to be uh, postponed till the next day. And Randy Johnson pitched like, because it was a relief effort, right? Yeah. So it was like seven, seven or eight innings of relief. Um, you know, Greg Vaughn home runs, uh, Trevor Hoffman saves. Um, Tony Gwynn. The one, the one that, the one that kind of hurt was when Trevor was about to break the consecutive save record a 41 for it was at 40 i think and moises alu hit a home run off of him um the first pitch of the inning oh. and, and, that, and that blew the save <laughs> so i mean there i mean there, you know there, there's just too many to to really um to really talk about um but gosh it, that they they made a great uh they, they made that into a great uh baseball stadium because you know the football and then they, you know when larry lucchino came in they put in the palm trees and stuff like that so yeah yeah they, uh, they did a really nice job there by the way that was my daughter that called uh you guys were out partying with her the other night so, <laughs> hey alexis <laughs> yeah she says hello so she's doing well so i just wanted to ask you if you were a surprised or um Appalled by uh, AJ Preller's offseason this this year? Uh, are Surpri- you excited I mean, for the the players we got? You know, you know what, Roman? Um, nothing surprises me anymore uh, after getting to know, <laughs> okay. right? after, after getting to know uh, AJ and what he is able to do. Uh, I'm just glad that he is. You know, there there are certain clubs that have baseball operations guys, owners. Uh, I guess the owners would give would have to be the ones I w- I w- I'm talking about that give the general manager the leeway or the uh, <clears throat> the um, the ability to go out and you know make these deals to take on contracts. Yeah. Um, the 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 one the ones recently, I mean, these these are great contractual um, uh, contracts if you want to say that that are good for the Padres. The, the yeah. Snell, yeah. Snell and Darvish. You know, under control for three years, and I know in baseball money, you know, it's you know sixty. I guess Darvishes do sixty million. Um, you know, Snell is due, I think, twenty million. I guess. Yeah, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. That's a lot of money. 
But when you talk about from a baseball standpoint, I mean, you know, Darvish is a little older, 34. Snell yeah. is still, you know, pretty much in his prime at 28. But as far as I think they're good money deals for the Potteries, the way they've been handing out um, free agent contracts. First, it was Will Myers, then it was Eric Hosmer, and then, of course, yep. Manny Machado. Um, and now these trades. So now the next thing is to, to try to tie up Fernando Tatis Jr. For, yes. Yeah, sign him for be, a uh, lifetime. Sign him forever. <laughs> like uh, eight or ten years, which, which yeah. would be cool. Yep. Yeah. Has to be number one right now. Yeah. Speaking of Fernando, um, you think he could be the face of baseball? Yeah, I think he is now. I mean, have you seen the Gatorade commercials? Yes, Gatorade, yeah. BMW. Yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> and I think he, I think he's got a BMW deal too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody said he's got a BMW deal too. Adidas so, also. Yeah, he's signed right. to Adidas. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, and it's about time that San Diego, is, you know, it's always been on the map. Don't get me wrong, but yep. as far as uh, having a player like Fernando Tatis Jr. that everybody can enjoy and, and recognize around the baseball world. Because let's face it, it's not a large market. New York, Chicago, L.A., we kind of sit down there in the lower left-hand corner of the yeah. country. And as far as markets are concerned, on the, on the lower end. So, you know, the, the bottom line is this, and you guys know this, better players, right? Yep. Make, make a better team and a great team, and that's how you get recognized. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 100%. I think the Padres are on their way to, uh, and hopefully for a long time. Hopefully this isn't just a, and I, and I don't think, I don't think it is because with the ownership, the ownership group, they're, they're in it for the long haul and they want this to continue for a long time. So that's awesome. Exciting yeah, times right now. It's very, it's very good seeing that as a fan. And even as like what you do that AJ is going out there and getting these players to put some good baseball on the field. And yeah. it's, I'm sure it's, it's 10 times better than what you have seen in the past. And it's yeah. going to get better every single day the more these guys get together and mesh. Yeah, the, the, the thing, like I said earlier, Trevor, about watching bad baseball, it's just been a 180-degree turnaround. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, I developed these relationships with the players, and we, we have great relationships. I mean, friends with everybody um, because we're with them every day. So, you know, I think back of, and, and this is no disrespect to the guys I'm mentioning, but these are just not, these are just names that are coming to mind. I can only watch Brian Buchanan so many times. I can only watch <laughs> Julius Matos so many times. Brandon Villaferti came in and he was, the, he was the closer when Trevor Hoffman went down that one year when he had the shoulder surgery. Yeah. You know, enough is enough. I mean, this was, <laughs> but once again, you know, it's what they were dealing with. It's what they had. Um, now the flip side, 180 degree turnaround is this. Now it's like this team is exciting both sides of the ball. Yeah. Yep. It's like, okay, if they're hitting, they're going to create offense. It's going to be exciting. Okay, now, okay, it's the end of the half inning. Now they're going out and playing defense. Well, stay tuned because you're going to see something awesome defensively as well. Yep. Um, and then when that inning's over, guess what? They get to come up and hit again. And <laughs> just – it's a deep lineup. I mean, when 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 Mil- Will Myers is hitting sixth and having the year that he's having, it goes to show you what kind of lineup they put together. Yeah, it's. I love Will Myers. I think Will is yeah. great. Will's great. He, um, <laughs> you know, Will cares. Uh, he he might he might present himself in a way to when you look at him in the dugout or on the field, like he doesn't care. That is totally opposite. I mean, he's, he's proud to be a Padre. He's proud to be a big leaguer and he wants to pay dividends. And I think one of the reasons why he had such a, such a successful year last year was the spotlight wasn't on him. Yeah. Yeah. He got to relax. Yeah. Yeah. And and he, that was self-admitted as well. I mean, he, he was quoted because remember reading some articles about it and, um, you know, when he came over from Tampa, he was he was the free agent, right? That that got the big money, or uh, the trade rather. Um, and then he, um, Eric Hosmer comes along, okay, kind of knocks him down a little bit as far as not as far as respect or or lack of talent, but as far as the spotlight is concerned. Then Manny Machado comes around, okay. Now everybody's focusing on Manny. So, so it worked out well for well, and you know I, I respect that. And for a guy to come out and say that, it's it, it tells you a lot about his character, right? Yeah, um, he just wants to contribute. He wants to do well. He wants to 
um, just put up really good numbers and help the team win, but he's not necessarily into being the star, which is the face of the team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Some guys thrive like that though. What's that? What's that, Bob? I said some guys thrive like that. And Oh yeah, exactly. You know. Right. Yeah. Guys with different personalities. And right? that's mm-hmm. why you pay them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 Exactly right. Yep. I had a question about this past year. How different and difficult was it for like the COVID and relationships yeah. and stuff like that? Like, there's a lot of big it, things that changed. You know, Bob, when, when I remember getting the word in spring training, I did a game, I came home, this COVID thing hit the shutdown. It was March 13th, I believe. And uh, no, March 14th, not March 14th. Yeah. Yeah. March 14th. Gosh, that day will, will gosh. Uh, <laughs> I thought, okay, now what's next? I honestly did not think that we were going to have baseball. I, I didn't, it got into March, April, May. I, I didn't think we we're gonna have we we're gonna have baseball. Uh, they worked hard to get it going, but uh, to answer your question, when everything got authorized to okay, we're gonna have a season. Excited, yeah, I was very, very excited. Everybody was excited, but with that excitement came a lot of adjustments. I mean, for everybody, um, us going to the ballpark, we were just confined to our booth. Yeah, Could no not. away games. No yeah, way. Yeah. No away games. Right. So we couldn't talk to the players face-to-face. They had Zoom interviews and stuff, but it's totally different. Just to give you an idea, like during when things were regular, um, I'd go down and I'd get to the ballpark about 2.30, 3 o'clock for a 7 o'clock game, get set up in the booth, go down to the dugout, talk to some of the players, talk to the manager. Um, you know, somebody might be walking by. Um, Eric Hosmer might be walking by, going to the batting cage. Hey, Eric, what about that play last night? You got any uh, – Got any info on that play? What exactly happened? What did you say? What did you do? Whatever. Uh, and then he would tell me, right? Something for we could use on the air. Not really, uh, none of that this year, which was a shame. So um, that was different. What was really weird was on the road. See, like, see, see my backdrop right now? Obviously, that was uh, bring back the brown night, which was great. Yeah. You know, the stands are empty like that. <laughs> Excuse me. What would happen was on the road, Don and I would be doing games on monitors. So we just, you know, we had huge monitors in front of us with different angles, different cuts and stuff like that. So it was really weird because they'd be on the road and it'd be like in the sixth inning. And, you know, our booth is really well lighted. Yeah. But, you know, I'd stand up to stretch in between innings or something. I'd look out in Petco Park, it's just completely dark. <laughs> it was really, kind of, it was really kind of spooky, really kind of, I mean, you know, kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, baseball's baseball, man. And we yep. we watched we were just watching a game on TV talking about it, which was yeah. awesome and it worked. No, definitely you I guys mean, did, did you a guys, great job. Did you no, guys I didn't notice as no. far as no, I didn't notice I had, at all. Until you saying that right now, I had no idea you guys yeah. weren't allowed to travel. <laughs> oh I, yeah. I knew that talking about yeah. it in spring training, but um yeah, I couldn't tell at all. You guys did a wonderful job. You and Don Thanks. are characters in the booth and I enjoy it so much it's fun to watch definitely oh thanks you know what i'm i've always you know a firm believer of having fun and teaching along the way and and talking about big league baseball right uh i grew up <laughs> i grew up listening well i'm really dating myself i'm gonna mention an announcer you probably never heard of but you could look him <laughs> up his name was jack brickhouse he was the voice of the chicago cubs and he was a homer jack was a homer he loved his cubs he rooted for the cubs and then along came Harry Carey, who Harry Carey. loved, <laughs> who announced the way he did. So, and I, those are the guys I listened to. And when I became an announcer, I'm not, I, I never told myself I'm going to be like Jack or I'm going to be like Harry. Um, I'm a product of my baseball environment and I love the Padres, played for the Padres. I'm a self-admitted Homer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I never, I never went to broadcasting school. Um, and you know my education was baseball on the diamond and on the field so when it came to announcing it was like i'm just going to be myself and i know in broadcasting school you know you got to be impartial and you have to well yeah i mean yeah my my way of being impartial is this and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong but i'm sure and i'll I'll bet you my bottom dollar that there are times on on the telecast where i criticize the pottery players right oh yeah oh yeah they do something can't be wrong, biased, right? too biased. But it's not that I'm digging at them or burying them. 
they know that they made a mistake. And it's, it, it's inevitable. People are going to make mistakes. Players are going to make mistakes. And you got to point that out. But I, I think that you can't really dwell on it and keep, you know, pounding at him and pounding and pounding. You mentioned it. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. was thinking this and then you let it go. Um, so, but, but I'm, I'm a positive. I try to stay positive and, and try to keep it fun. So that's, that's the way I look at it. One thing I love that you do in the booth too, is your um, pitch grips. You always have a baseball on oh, you. Yeah, You're yeah, always, yeah. and you know, we never had heard of like <laughs> the churve before or the knuckle change yeah. up that Morihan throws, you know, I love when you talk about that in the booth. Where's my baseball at? <laughs> I usually I usually have a baseball you know I cleaned my desk the other day Gosh, I can't seem to find one so it's I apologize right. that's alright no but that's pretty cool too um, see that's the beauty of TV and that's the beauty of uh, having people um, being able to or, or us rather having a camera inside the booth and having people being able to watch uh, up close. So, you know, it's just something that I learned from somebody. Uh, if there's something I learned from somebody, you know, you, you pass it along. So, you know, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of compliments on people uh, from people on that, uh, which, you know, I might, I might just think, oh, really, it's no big deal, but you know, it is, it is a big deal. You know, people, <laughs> yeah, have, I love it. Cause to me, uh, no matter what line of work we're in, you know, we're doing something every day. So you kind of take it for granted that people really might not be interested in it. Well, that's not the case. Um, you know, if they want to learn how to, you know, throw a curveball or a fastball or hold a change of whatever, that's, that, that's pretty cool. Why were you so quick to get rid of the mustache this season? You had the mustache. Uh, you know what? On. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. Um, it, it was, <laughs> I, I was going to let that thing grow. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got a little history lesson. Do you, have you guys ever heard of Salvador Dali? Yes. I have. An artist, uh, yeah. artist. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> He had a, if you look him up, he had a stash like out to here. Yeah. Okay. Um, honestly, you know what? With, with the COVID stuff, we always have to wear masks. So when I had, I had the wax on the handlebars, it would like poke into my poke. cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a pain always putting it on, taking it off, to, you know. And, and um, it, it was a lot to maintain too. Oh, um, yeah. 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 So, you know, you, when you get it, you know, you get it nice and thick and you get the, you get the wax on and you have to, you know, form it really well. And then you let it harden and stuff. So, I mean, I, I thought it looked pretty cool, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. But it, it became more of a hassle than, uh, yeah. So that's why I decided. Need the, the face shield. Yeah, that, yeah, right. Exactly. That, that probably would work better. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, try, hey, uh, BMAC, what's what's just what's the thirty four McDonough in the back? <laughs> That's like, my is that a, my, my jersey. Pack? Is that a Packer? What, no, what it's it's my jersey from when I was um, a kid. It was my favorite year of football, so I decided to hang. Oh, it really? up. What, what, were you the kid that ran out and got the tea after kickoff? What, what, was that what you did? <laughs> <laughs> Where did no. you go to high school? Uh, El Cap, East County kids. Oh, Vaqueros. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, um, whenever I think of El Cap, I think of Steve Vickery, <laughs> Coach Steve Vickery. Coach yeah, yeah, great coach. Nick, he he was there for, for many, many years. I got to know him over the years. Uh, didn't know much of the football fe- uh, football people, uh, but a lot of a lot of friends that uh, had kids that went there. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing we have that no one else does, uh, far, a lot of farm animals. So, if you like farm animals, pigs. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 4-H, right? Is that 4-H? Yeah, yeah FFA. That's what yeah. we're known for. What is it? FFA? Yeah. Yes. Future Farmers of America? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I love pigs. I um I, I think that I think they'll have like a potbelly pig would be really, really cool as a pet. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I think that'd be very cool. So pigs are smart. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> One question I wanted to ask, is there a piece of advice you'd give uh, us podcasters or up and upcoming broadcasters like you? Um piece of advice yeah you know what roman i before i got into the business i did the same thing i would talk to guys and i would talk to announcers to get their advice um i think the main thing is you got to have a passion for it uh and being prepared is also very very key uh there's nothing worse than you know you you can prepare all you want which is good 
uh, being overly prepared. And just because you prepare for something doesn't mean you're necessarily going to need that piece of information because there might be a piece of information that won't warrant being used until that comes up in a game. It's like, for instance, you know, you're not going to mention uh, a team hitting in uh, scoring position when there's nobody in scoring position, right? You're going to yeah. use that nugget when, or whatever the case may be. So my advice is be overly prepared. Um, and also, I think this is something that, that's very helpful. Do not be afraid to say, I don't know. I know that might come a shock to some people, but there's nothing worse than when a question is posed or something happens and any announcer, whatever sport it might be, you can tell that when they're answering the question, they're tap dancing and they're kind of trying to grasp for words to describe their answer. Yeah. And it's almost kind of like you say, boy, you know what, dude, I don't think you really know. Yeah. And then yeah. what, ha what happens is when you start trying to answer that you don't know, you start free falling and yeah. you can't, and you can't close. Um, so there have been many times when Don will ask me a question or something. <laughs> this is kind of funny in a way. <laughs> Because I don't know. He'll say, hey, mind, what do you think? I say, you know what, Don? I don't know. And then he'll kind of look at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or he'll make fun. He'll say, you're the expert. You're supposed to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, well when, I, when I do know, I will research it, and then I will come back and, and let you know. So, you know, don't be prepared. Have fun, obviously, and because it's not life or death. It's sports. Yeah. It's supposed to be a getaway for people to get away from the real world and have a few hours of fun and, and distraction and say, you know what? I don't know. I, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Mud, as a former pitcher, um, who would you like to face most in today's game? What player? I don't know. <laughs> no. um, good question. Who would I like to, I'd like to, I've always, I've always thought it was challenging to face the best, right? Uh, you know, I remember facing Tony as a giant, you winning all those batting titles. Um, gosh, you know, the power hitters, uh, the Barry Bonds is, um, you know, Barry Bonds never hit a home run off me. Not really? But he hit like 487. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just... You know what? I've, got, I've got this... Oh, I should have... I don't have it readily available, but I'll condense this story. I was announcing, it was back at Jack Murphy, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Qualcomm, then named Qualcomm. Giants were in town, go to the Giants clubhouse, and just, you know, giving Barry Bonds a hard time because, you know, we've known each other since the minor league days when he first came up with the Pirates. He was with the Giants. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, jabbering back and forth, uh, he, he'd say, oh, yeah, I owned you. I said, oh, yeah, you know what? I would, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd pitch so well against you today. I'd know how to get you. i just going back and forth. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, I owned you. I go, Oh, really? Really? He goes, I, I, I said, I don't ever, I don't think you really, I don't think you ever even hit a home run. Oh, he goes, I at least hit two or three off of you. <laughs> I said, Really? <laughs> I said, Okay, I'll get back to you. So I had one of our statisticians look it up. And because uh, you can do all that stuff on baseball reference. And sure enough, I said, I'll bet you a dollar you didn't hit a home run off me. He goes, Okay, you're on. So I got the stats back, no home runs. So he gave me a dollar and I said, um, see, I was right. So he goes, give me that dollar bill. So he wrote on it and I, I wish I had it. I wish I had it readily available. It said, um, Mark, uh, I owned you four, <laughs> like four, four, 80 something average, no home runs, Barry Bonds. And so I got, I got a dollar bill signed by Barry. Wow. Wow. For more. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, really. Should have been a hundred. Right. Right. But um, guys, you know, Mike Trout would be a challenge. Fernando Tatis Jr. obviously would be a challenge. Um, you know, the guy who gave me fits in the big leagues is Eric Davis. 
Cincinnati Red uh, back in the day. He he was like nine for sixteen off of me with like four home runs. Wow, <laughs> totally ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Murray, the Hall of Famer. Um, so you know that that's something that's very cool. Looking back at all the stats of, of the the hitters that you faced and seeing the guys that were really successful against you. Yeah. Um. One thing I got when you see someone, do you know like? He's gonna he's good right away when you're watching them play, even when you're pitching or if you're just watching them, yeah. you know you can see the talent in someone right right away. Sure. I, I think that's fair to say, although it, I think it works both ways, because there are guys um there are guys that really don't have that athletic look to them that are just awesome athletes. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm kind of dating myself again, but when you look at Will Clark back in the day, Will had one of the worst physiques ever. Um, <laughs> not have an athletic body whatsoever. Um, but that swing of his, one of the prettiest swings in all of baseball. Yeah. Uh, then you look at guys like I mentioned Mike Trout, who's very athletic. You look at Fernando Tatis Jr., who's very, very athletic. Uh, there, there are guys who fit that mold, and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they don't pan out to be what they, they, thought they could be or scouts th th uh, thought they could be at, at the big league level. Then there are guys who are just kind of like, eh, well, you know, uh, David Eckstein, right. David, um, oh, yeah. Remember David Eckstein? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Padre great. <laughs> pesky, yeah. Padre great MVP of a world series for the Cardinals. Uh, pesky player did everything right. But when you looked at him, it was like, I don't want to say it was painful, but he wasn't flashy. Yeah, had a uh, didn't really have the best swing, but he made contact. He can work the count, uh, played good defense, was in the right spot at the right time. Smart, heady player. So it, it kind of goes both ways. But to answer your question, yeah, there's there's like like Fernando, and I I know a lot of people are going to use him as examples over the years, and that's great. But to see him, what he does at the plate, playing the field in the dugout, the way he interacts. I mean, you could tell that this is, this is a generational player. This is a generational player that we're lucky to have here in San Diego. Yeah, for yeah, sure. We are. Yep. yep. Very lucky. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you your 2021 season bold prediction. Biggest, boldest <laughs> thing you could think of off the top of your head. It'll be a no hitter this year. How easy is that prediction though? I Seriously. mean, um, you know what? Here's another thing about baseball and how crazy it is. You don't have to have no hit stuff to throw a no hitter. Look at the yeah. guys throughout history who have not thrown a no hitter. Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin, Pedro Martinez. Roger Clemens. Pedro took that Roger one Cle into extra innings, though. I mean, it was right. close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it just goes to show you, anybody who gets on the mound each and every day has the potential of throwing a no-hitter. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. You don't need no-hit stuff to throw a no-hitter. Uh, so I think you need a lot of luck. And I think with, you know, with the defense this team has and the pitching that it has, I think it has the potential of, of, of doing that. Um, other predictions. Uh, well, they've already hit for the cycle a couple times, so that's that's cool. Um, should I predict a world championship? I mean, that would be. You know, I, I think <laughs> that's I think what I'm. Yeah, I think with the Dodgers, I think with the moves now, they're right up there with the Dodgers. Oh Don't you yeah, guys think oh so? yeah, for sure. I think head to head, every position you line yeah. up one v one, it's. And we have guys who could play even. other positions too. We could sign Kim now this offseason yeah. also. Um, I think that's a great acquisition. Could play it everywhere. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think um, it's, I think they're just as good as the Dodgers now. I really do. I got this light. I love this. hearing that. <laughs> Am I too lighted? No, you're no. great. No, you're, you're great. Good. good. Yeah, you look I bought, great. I bought, buddy. I bought one of those lights like for in back of your computer for, for broadcasting. So, yeah. <laughs> I have a little fun with that. Yep. Do you no, have them? Um, sorry. Um, What's that? Go ahead, Trevor. I was going to do you have like when there's no hitter going on, usually you don't like to say things like superstition. Uh, you know, yeah. here's another unwritten rule thing. <laughs> I'm a firm believer is you have to inform, you have to inform the viewer. 
Yeah. I didn't phone me. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you, know, you know who I got that advice from? Who? Want to take a guess? Dan, Dan Patrick. No. <laughs> Vince Scully. Oh, Vince Scully. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Um, Great. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's all superstitious. It's, it's all mumbo jumbo superstitious BS. It is. Because, <laughs> so, so what I'm saying, what you know, I always tell fans. Oh, so what you're saying is that every no hitter that's been thrown, nobody ever mentioned the words no hitter during that no hitter, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no. Or you know, we might mention it. Hey, so and so has a no hitter going into the eighth, whatever. And then you know the the first guy up gets a base hit. Base hit all over Twitter. <laughs> all over it. Oh really? Oh, really? Okay. Tell your story walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so we're gonna see a no hitter in Padre and a Padres no hitter. Yeah. We got a Padres uh, World Series title coming sure. to San Diego. Perfect. Yep. And I'm going to throw one out there, Fernando Tatis, MVP. Very possible. Very possible. Very possible. I like that. If, as far as individual, you know, there could be a Cy Young out there too. I mean, look at this Look, look at this pitching staff the Padres have. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we just acquired um, two guys who could yeah. win it themselves. And yep. you know what? I, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but remember last year, um, you know, the, the potential of – Denelson Lamette. Yeah, Cy Young. <laughs> Yeah. Rookie of the year, Cronenworth, manager mm-hmm. of the year, MVP, Manny and Fernando. So there were there were four there were four awards that possible awards. Yeah, that had Padres attached to them for the possibility of having that award. So that was pretty cool. You could have thrown Rosenthal in there as reliever too. He was lights out, man. He Boy, was, was he awesome. It was so know, sick to see him. Yeah, you know, when that trade first happened. Um, when they got him, I was kind of like, eh, really? You know, Trevor Rosenthal. Um, because Has been iffy. Was, and, you know. Yeah, and I was guilty because, you know, you don't really pay that much attention, even though with Interleague, you really don't pay that much of attention to the American League. Yeah. But I talked to one of my buddies who, <coughs> excuse me, who works with the Royals, and they said he's legit now. He had surgery, and I think it was last year, 19 – that was that kind of like he had, I think he had surgery in 18, 19 was kind of a wishy, uh, you know, wishy washy yeah. year because he's he really trying to find wasn't, some, yeah, himself. trying to find it really wasn't healthy, um, or 100%, I should say. Mm-hmm. But then 2020 came around, he's like, guys throwing 100, he's locating, and he goes, you guys, you guys got a good one in Trevor Rosenthal. So, yeah, yeah, I, I really liked creative, what, right? Uh, yeah, currently, yeah. We need to resign him for sure. I just think anybody named Trevor in the Padres bullpen is <laughs> gonna be good. We need to get you suited, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> you bring out the arm. Yeah, we're, we're that tie in the in the in the bullpen. Oh yeah, I'll be ready. That's awesome. I love the tie. That's great. <laughs> well, you should have seen him struggling to tie it for thirty minutes before you yeah, got before on. the you tie that yourself. <laughs> yep, but we don't. It doesn't matter how long it took. I got it done. <laughs> Wear a, a clip on. Just get a clip on. I should. <laughs> Way easier. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I want to thank you again, Mud. Um, this has been an awesome oh, yeah. opportunity for average. So how sakes. are you guys? How are you guys getting along uh, during all this COVID stuff? I mean, um, what's like? Are you guys? Do you have jobs? What's your employment? I mean, yep. how has that affected you, Bob? Like yep. BMAC, what do you got going? Um, I work, um, uh, 40, 40 hour weeks, still go to school. Um, yeah. cause I'm, I want to do broadcasting or sports journalism, what I'm going to school for. Where, where do you go to school? Uh, I just finished Grossmont, uh, okay, cool. community college. And then now probably I want to do ASU's broadcasting or sports journalism program. They have awesome. Like Pomerantz went there. Yeah. Walter Cronkite. Yeah. Yeah. Walter Cronkite. That, great school. Yeah. Very cool. And then Roe Ro V, what up? What's up? With yeah, what's up? <laughs> I just work at Fox Shocks, just getting my money right, trying yeah. to work with this podcasting. Cool. I'm in love with sports. You know, I want to talk about sports forever. Yeah. Hopefully we can get there. Yeah, you can't play it forever, but you can definitely talk about it forever. Well, yeah, I can't play forever, but you can definitely talk about it forever. Yeah, and Trevor, Trevor, you sell uh, you sell ties at you. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually uh, I own a tie business. 
Um, it's called Trevor's Ties. And, uh, it's a little struggle right now, but we're good. CEO, owner. You know what? I'm going to take a picture and show my daughter that I'm talking to you, Yahoo's here. I'm going to send this to her. She said to say hi, by the way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Did you guys have a happy new year? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Good. Great holidays, even though with COVID and everything. Yeah. It's been it's, good. It sucks, man. I mean, for everybody. But, you know, you adjust. You just keep on going. Try to stay positive. And it's, it's cool you guys are doing this podcast. Um, you know what, um, Bob, uh, you were talking about in, – in, Roman, you wanted to too, right? Do all you guys want to get into broadcasting? Yeah. Um, well, we kind yeah. of want to get this like podcast is what we're together. Yeah. Okay. Um, is our yeah. main focus right now, but yeah, we yeah. want to do something. I would definitely sports. love to sit in the booth. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You know what? Um, gosh, just the, the more you're on the air, the more experience you have. That's, that's the best teacher. Um, you know, brainstorm as far as, like different, maybe you can have a, a segment or two of different ideas to come up with, you know, quirky stuff or fun stuff that you guys can make your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, the beauty of the podcast is that you could do anything, right? Mm -hmm. Do anything. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Have fun. And like I said, you know, if you're going to have a guest, you know, everybody loves the normal questions and stuff like that. But, you know, the off the cuff questions, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, okay, here, here's one, for instance. I have this fascination with pens. I love pens. With pens. <laughs> oh, you can't okay. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have these buckets of pens on my desk that it's like my wife is like, don't you need just one pen? I, no. I need more <laughs> um, You know, call it OCD or whatever, but I've got this. And I like cigar boxes, too, to store my pens. Okay. Okay, yeah. my dad has that same box. I've seen that box before. Look at, I've got, I've got all these pens in here. <laughs> well, what's your favorite type of pen? You know what? That's a great question. I have come to love fountain pens. Fountain pens? Yeah. You guys really? know what a fountain pen is? No, I don't. Nope. No. You guys yeah, don't know don't. what a fountain pen is? <laughs> like a quill? Like you thinking? Almost. Oh, okay. You guys see this? Oh yeah, yeah. Pens like that. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, they come with a cartridge. Like you undo this here. Oh, okay, so modern. It's technology. got a, it's got a, it's got a cartridge there. When the ink runs out, I just, I just poke in another, uh, another cartridge, and it's, um, it's cool. I, I just love, I love the feel of pens. I like, I like pens. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um. I don't know, just you know, stuff like that is for you know, if you're if you're gonna have guests on and uh, find out, you know, little things about yeah, them. You know, I, I don't have a um, like my desk here. I've got a picture of uh, Dick Butkus, one of my favorite football players. All time. <laughs> Legendary yeah. coach, um, Legendary uh, our Chicago player. Bears. I mean, for Bears, Chicago Bears. Um, just you know, stuff like that. So, but anyway, that's you know. Do you keep your um after uh, when you do the game? You guys do the um box score. Do you yeah. keep all those? All six. I do have scorecards. I do have scorebooks. Yes, they're in a closet in our house. Um, like I said, you know, I cleaned up my desk the other day. <laughs> it was a mess. And um, trying to think if I have one here. But do you keep them all? All hundred sixty-two? No. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a it's a. In fact, you know what? Hold on one second. <clears throat> Entertain yourselves. He probably has a big book. All right, we're on, uh, book home. Let me just give you this ad for Trevor's Ties. I uh, <laughs> one, get one free. Uh, Mark is yeah. getting Roman, show something. off your jacket. Some average takes merch that oh, we're about to be dropping. Coming Self promo. Self promo. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. sir. Here, there's there's a there's an announcer for the um, St. Louis Cardinals. No, no, I take that. He used to be the Cardinals. Washington Nationals, his name is Bob Carpenter, and he has his own – he made his own book. Oh, okay. Oh. Bob Carpenter. Wow. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a spiral. Yeah. And this is this is the book I use during the games. 
can't see it because of the yeah yeah it goes in though. <laughs> so and then there's all right. The and then um, I I used let's see was this this season? This was oh wow, I just happened to grab one in the class. This is back from 2015. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> 2015 horrible pottery trains. Corey Vandenberg. <laughs> oh, no, this is no, no, no. This is 2020. This is oh. 2020. I, I uh, oh. So, uh, yeah. So then I, you know, just keep score. Nice. Oh, yeah. And so I just kind of throw these, you know, throw them in the closet, kind of, you know, keep look back, look back at a certain game, whatever. So, anyway, that's, yeah, that's basically it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. How old are you guys? Bob B Mac, how old are you? Twenty two. Roe V. Twenty one. Twenty one. Trevor Shenfield. I gotta think of a name for you. We call him <laughs> Shenny. Shenny. Yeah. Shenny? Yep. Yeah. Shenny. You are now dubbed Shenny. <laughs> so <laughs> Yes, sir. You, you got the Mark Grant Mudcat stamp of approval for Shenny now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you, you guys, I, I I wish you guys nothing but the best, man. You're you're um, you're young and eager and passionate about what you want to do, and uh, I think that's great. And you know, the technology these days enabling you guys to do this is is really really cool. So yeah, um, yeah. You know, keep up the good work. What what other uh, type of guests have you had? You are our you're the first. first, first. Yes. I'm the first. Yes, Mark. sir. <laughs> wow. Yes. Thank wow. you. That's why we're. I'm honored. Definitely thankful. I'm honored. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, we no, have a no couple worries. of friends of yours that work for the Podgers. We hope to get on. Mr. Patrika, he works down there. Oh, Tony's great. Yeah, yeah I love Tony. Yeah. Oh, we're gosh, he's, one he's of our great friends. Thirty, I think Tony's been with the Padres thirty long time. Yeah, thirty years. Thirty-one, <laughs> thirty-two years. Yeah, yeah, Tony's awesome. great. We love Tony. Oh yeah. Um, my great. dad went to high school with uh, former Padre Brian Giles, so. Oh really? Try to get him on or something, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Awesome. He he got me into a lot of games back in the day. So it's oh, awesome. very cool. Yeah, he's very cool. great guy. Well, guys, um, thanks so much. I'm honored for you. Uh yeah, thank you me. again, Mud. Yeah, when my uh when my daughter told me about it, I said, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> go on with these clowns and have a good time, talk some yes, ball. Sir. Yeah. Perfect. Hopefully you can go watch some Padres play at the stadium this exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully Listen I'll see you guys. A... Hopefully I'll see you guys. Hey Butter. Oh, my dog, my dog's right behind me. Uh his name's Butter. <laughs> He's a yellow lab. Uh hopefully you see you guys at the ballpark this year, man, because um that's the one downfall this past season. All the excitement it was like, gosh, I just wish there were people. Oh, it would have been stands. electric. Uh, yeah. Petco would have just been off the charts. Yeah. We want to hear you sing Take Me Out to the ball, the Ballpark again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. So, but thanks guys. I really appreciate it. If you guys need anything, you know. Yeah, I hope my, to have you on soon, maybe mid-season talk some baseball yeah. or something. You yeah. Got my, you've got my email, so uh keep in touch if you need anything. I'm here. Yeah. Thank you again. Thanks, Mark Grant. All right, guys, Probably nothing done. wrong you, Mark. with being average. <laughs> <laughs>